This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Eddie Huffman. And what would you say is your primary role in the Line Dance community? Primary role, uh, it's networking, getting uh, people together and uh, having fun, exercise, mind and body, both. Hmm. Are you an instructor? Yes, I am. Aha. I instruct, I teach in uh, Fayette County and Spalding County, hmm. just south of Atlanta area. And I have a total of eight classes per week. And once a month, we try to keep on fourth Fridays, we have an open dance from seven to 10. And it's usually a non-stop event, so we have that once a month. So it's very good exercise for folks. So for our international listeners, that's in Georgia? Yes, it is. Ah. It's actually called Griffin, Georgia, mm-hmm. Spalding County, and Fayetteville mm-hmm. in uh, Fayette County in Georgia. And to have that many classes, I imagine you must uh, have started a while back. How did you get into line dance and then later into instructing? Okay, I started actually in 1998, mm-hmm. and uh, my good friend of mine was an instructor at the time, Tommy Bailey, and we started in McDonough, Georgia, and we signed up for a six-week class, and Tommy was teaching electric slide at the time. So I struggled with it. I struggled with the electric slide, and I couldn't do it. And uh, so I was still working at the time, so went home and I told my wife, I said, I couldn't get it, I can't practice. So the second week, Instead of going to class, I went home, she went to class. So I just kind of avoided the class, I couldn't do it. So the third week, I did go back to class with my wife, and I finally learned the electric slide. And that's how I got started. And I tell my students, don't ever quit, don't ever give up, because that's the reason. Had my wife not wanted to go back that third week, I wouldn't be sitting here with you, because I wouldn't have gotten into dancing. I was not a dancer. At least I didn't think I was at the time. So, but that's how I got started. Is through the six-week class I signed up for it, and I uh, struggled with it, but I stuck with it. And then I just kept took class for probably less than two years. And then my Tommy started getting me to fill in when he needed time off. So he kind of groomed me to become an instructor. Very nervous, so I was very very nervous. And, uh, but through his wife, she encouraged me to teach, and he taught me how to teach. So I learned a lot of my teaching skills from Tommy. So a great deal of credit to, to he and his wife, Tommy and Lynn Bailey. Are there go-to dances that you share with beginners that keep them sticking through it? There is. Uh, one I'm a really a lot of people like DHSS, which is a very easy dance, and we usually do it to Chill Factor music last night. Mm-hmm. However, I know it's choreographed to the song Coffee, mm-hmm. and, uh, but they love that Chill Factor music last night. And uh, if you, this went on for a few years ago. If you ever want to get the students out of the chairs on the floor, put that music on. Immediately, they jump up. So I would tell the beginner instructors, people just getting into that, if they want to get an, it feels like a high energy type, the music is, but the dance is not really high energy. Start with something like DHSS, teach them that, because the music gets into the people, it gets them moving. Hmm. So it's very good, very good one. So if the music is how you keep students who have already given line dance a try, how do you introduce it to potential new students who have no idea what line dance is but think that they might be interested? 
Well, that's when you have to even bring it down a notch. Mm -hmm. Then you have to start with something that's very, very basic, ultra-tight beginners. I use uh, Fresh, Rocket to the Sun, and some of those that are very easy, they're easy steps, and they're not real, real fast dances or anything, but the steps are very doable, and uh, you can, the students, and they love the music as well, Fresh or Rocket to the Sun music either one they really like both of those but I try to keep it at a, a real lower level cab driver for instance scooter scooter Lee cab driver is a very another one I used to use quite often so you just got to step it down and get some easier dances introduced to them is there any method of advertising that you have found to be especially successful for exposing new potential dancers to line dance, whether it be flyers at the library or notices in an activity guide? How do you, um, how do you share a line dance with people who have maybe not seen it before? Is it mostly just word of mouth and letting others do it? Well, social media, for one. Oh. Uh, Facebook. I have a Facebook uh, page on there, and it's called born to dance number two dance with eddie huffman mm -hmm. and all the dances that i whether i choreograph or just share i put them on my born to dance facebook page group page uh, my monthly dances that i do i always make a playlist i'm probably the only one that does not do a request only mm -hmm. i do playlists so i put the playlist out at least one to two weeks in advance that gives the students enough time to review on their own before the open dance. So, and they tell me all the time, we love the playlist, because you get them out ahead of time and then they can go out on their own or ask me during the week prior to the open dance, hey, how about let's review this because I won't be able to do it at the open dance. So I, I enjoy doing the, the uh, playlist and I put that out on my Facebook, Born to Dance, as well as what I'm teaching during the week, I'll put that copper knob link I'll put each of the dances that I teach during the week on that same group page. And then I also have a um, annual workshop in Pigeon Forge. And also we'll put the flyer out on the um, Born to Dance group page as well. And hand them out in classes and other workshops like this one here, Hotlanta. Mm -hmm. Hotlanta, I had some flyers here as well. Hmm. What is your relationship with line dance events, would you say? I enjoy, I love the events. Mm -hmm. Now this is my first one for Hotlanta, mm -hmm. but I've really enjoyed it. I love meeting the new instructors. Uh, many of them I've just been friends on Facebook. I've never met them in person like yourself, but I've enjoyed it. It's been, and it's, and just to see everyone come to get, <coughs> excuse me, come together. It's really a, a joy, a joy. Mm -hmm. Are there any other instructors that you've met for the first time uh, here that maybe have not made their way out to Georgia that you've been especially excited to finally see? There's been many. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> Darren and yourself and, and uh, Michelle, but I had seen Michelle before. And um, of course, John Robinson, I've, I've known for a while. <coughs> and Larry Bass, I've known Larry for probably about 15 years. Wow. So I've known Larry for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And the other ones I've, Cody, haven't met him in person. And uh, Carrie, mm -hmm. I've never met some of these other ones. So, but that's, that's the joy of it. I, I get to meet them, so. Mm -hmm. 
Now, something that you and I have in common at this very moment that we also share in common with Larry. What can you tell me about your cowboy hat? <laughs> it goes back to when I first started dancing in 1998. We had several guys back then, and it was at the old Moose Lodge in McDonough, Georgia. And those guys, we had several of them that wore hats. And of course, they had the boots and the belt buckles. And when I started back in 98, I didn't feel that I was a very good dancer at all. And I never, my wife kept saying, well, get your hat. And I said, no, I can't get a hat yet. I don't feel I'm good enough. So I waited a year before I bought a hat. And then I bought my first cowboy hat, black hat, year after I started dancing. Because then I felt like, okay, I may be good enough now, so I'm gonna buy a hat. So I bought one and I've been wearing it ever since. Hmm. So, but that's the story behind the hat. I never wore it until then. But once I felt I was comfortable enough with the dances and I've learned them, then I bought a hat. Hmm. Now, as an instructor, sometimes while students are watching, you think, oh, I gotta tone this one down. They're following my footsteps. I don't want them to get off beat or off their, off their weight. Uh, are there any dances that you get excited for because you can just let loose? You don't have to worry about who's watching your feet, you can just play. Well, it depends on the level. If there's the easy ones, you know, I don't cut loose very much because I don't want to interrupt them or distract them in any, any way. However, if you get up into improver, intermediate level or low intermediate, there are some dances. One that I particularly love is called Shake Yourself Loose, mm. which is an older dance, and I'm just starting to reteach that again. And that may be one of my all-time favorite dances too, wow. Shake Yourself Loose. But it's fun. It's an energetic type uh, dance, and uh, you just you just feel the music. The music is really really good, and. Um, that's one I, I like, I go to, but, but it depends really on the level because I don't want to do things to distract the students, especially if they're learning. Like for instance, people that, you know, line dancers don't make mistakes, we have variations. That's what I always tell the students. But if you do variations and you have young students in it, like if you, a rolling grapevine, for instance, sometimes it can be very distracting to young ones. And that can discourage them and, you know, they say, well, I can't do that, and you know, so I have to watch some of those type. Mm -hmm. That is actually a brand new dance for me. I haven't heard of it. Do you happen to know the choreographer on that? Kathy Hanyadi? Hanyadi. Ah, Kathy, yes. yes, yes. Yeah, she's uh, choreographed many classics over yes, the years. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. Yeah. Very good. And uh, I taught it a long time ago, and we've been dancing it. In fact, we was going to use it for a competition dance one year, but. Mm -hmm they decided not to have the competition, so we avoided it. But I went back and started reteaching it just recently. So it's a fun, fun dance. Has the choreography bug ever bitten you? Have you ever thought about? Uh, I have choreographed dances. Oh. I've, I've choreographed actually a little over 50. And, and if you're familiar with the Line Dancer magazine that used to be in hard copy, I was in 10 different magazines for my, for my dances wow. out of 50. So that's pretty good. And um, yeah, I got the first notice from Kath, Kath, uh, can't think of her last name, mm. Butler, mm. from the UK while well, I choreographed the dance. It's called Already Gone, mm. G-O-N-E, Already Gone, by the Eagles, was a song. And I uh, published it, 
through Kick It, and I get an email from this lady, Kath, and she wanted my signature and a picture of me. And I just thought it was like a hoax or something, scam or something. So I just ignored it. A couple weeks later, I get another email from her. Then she ended up calling me, and I was telling a local lady, June Schumann here, I said, have you ever heard of this lady? She said, yes, I have. She's with Line Dancer Magazine. I said, well, she's wanting this info from me. She said, oh, my gosh, Eddie, you'd be famous if you... So anyway, I thought, oh, no, like, let me get a hold of her. So I did get a hold of her, and that, and that was in the magazine. And then, then I had nine more to go in the magazine. So I've been pretty fortunate. But, but I enjoy court, the court choreography. Mm-hmm. I've done a few. Motorcycle was one that I did. One, uh, Taking You Away, which I actually choreographed at Silver Wings by Josh Turner. But we do it to the song Earthquake. And everybody loves those two particularly. Everybody loves those two. Do you ever find your choreography in surprising places, like uh, on social media? Does anybody ever uh, send you a video saying, "Hey, our students learned your dance"? They do. In fact, uh, "Sure Thing" by Luke Bryan. Mm-hmm. "Sure Thing," S H O R E. There was a guy submitted sent me a video. It must have been like two. 253, 400 people in France, I believe it was, is doing sure thing. And I was really surprised. I mean, and you can easily tell the dance because it's in there where you slap your heels like people refer to slapping leather. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it does. It makes you feel good to see your video, videos of dance that you created. Mm-hmm. Have you ever co-choreographed or have they all Yes, been... I have. Oh, okay. uh, In fact, a gentleman from France, Adrian, Adrian Helica, I choreographed two of them co choreographed two dances with him and um, with Lisa Johns Gross co-choreographed with her and Donnie Allen here in the States and uh, but yeah Adrian's in France and he and I co-choreographed a couple of dances. Now how does co-choreography work for you? Do you um, do your counts and then send those and just go back and forth or do you finish something and then have them tweak it? What, what is the method that you use? Pretty much both, what you just said, but we do share back and forth. Either she or he will start the first eight and I'll start the second, and then we'll do that back and forth, depending on 32 count or whatever the count may be. And then once it's all finished, we'll test it out and see how it flows. And then, because sometimes that may not be in the correct order. You might think, well, maybe that second eight count should be third or the fourth. So we tweak it like that. Or for instance, it may not turn correctly or something like that. Sometimes you don't want all your turns going in the same direction. How, they do, but sometimes you don't. You want them to come back the other direction. So we do tweak them like, but that's pretty much how we do it. We do eight, and then we send it back. If it's a you know, 32, 48 count, and then we send it back and forth. Is there a type of music that typically grabs you, or what, what is it about uh, the songs that you choose that makes them the kind that you feel the need to choreograph to? I love the oldies. Mm. The oldies are... Sh- seem to be shorter in duration they're short songs and many of them are single counts or if they're real peppy and fast you can put some whole counts to slow it step it down but i like the oldies a lot um the one the get ready by earth wind and fire i believe it is get ready Mm. i choreographed one of that because i'd love that that song and so but oldies are pretty much the ones ones i like Now, if there's a, a message that you could put out to all line dancers everywhere, if, if you could just have them think about something, whether they're event attendees, whether they dance at their local country bar, if they're first starting out, or if they've been doing it for 
20, 30 years, if there's just something you could send out to all of them just to kind of chew on, maybe over dinner tonight, what is, what is a thought or maybe a bit of advice that you've received or something that you apply that they might consider as well? I would think that consider line dancing for uh, several reasons. One is to meet terrific friends. You make friends and uh, <clears throat> they're so helpful and before long you become one family of line dancers. But also for the health reason, not only for physical but mentally. And um, I try to teach my students that line dancing, much of it is for mental. And I've started uh, changing my teaching techniques where I'll call the steps when I introduce a dance. <clears throat> first or second time, two or three times, I'll call the steps. And then about the third time, I say, well, you do it on your own. I don't call any steps. Because what happens, students get so used to me calling the steps, they rely on me. And that's not doing them any good for the mental part because they're constantly relying. Okay, I'm gonna tell them the vine to the right, and I'm gonna tell them the vine. So they, they know that. So and then I say, you're on your own. I don't say anything. And, and they have come back and told me how much they really appreciate that. Because now they're having to start using their mind for memory, memory purposes. And that's the main thing. So I would encourage people, as we all get a, every year we get a year older, and sometimes you slow down a little bit. Don't slow down though, keep dancing. Keep getting up on the dance floor and uh, try to teach. Or if nothing else, at least just be a, a good student to learn and just keep dancing. Now, if people wanted to reach out to you, maybe through email or through Facebook, what would be the best way that they could get a hold of you? Email address is eddie, E-D-D-I-E, Huff, with one F, H-U-F, 69, at gmail.com. Hmm. Facebook, you can ask to be friends or join my Born Number 2 Dance with Eddie Huffman on Facebook. And on Facebook, that'll be two Fs, right? H-U-F-F? Uh, -F? Correct. Okay. M-A-N, mm -hmm. yes. Born number two, dance with Eddie Huffman, H-U-F-F-M-A-N. Okay. One final question. <coughs> if there were a dance that you would recommend for everyone to learn, all levels, any, any line dancer out there that you think would get a kick out of this, even if they're beginners now, maybe somewhere down the line, if it's a more advanced dance, they'll like it, or if it's a beginner dance that everyone should have under their belt just ready to go, what dance would you recommend that everyone learn? I tell you right now which one <clears throat> I've had a chance to teach and part of it is really that right on, right on Laura Sway. And I've taught it over the weekend, but it's an easy dance, it's by the Mavericks. Many people love the Mavericks. And it's all single counts, so you don't have any syncopation uh, steps in there. And uh, I would think that it's, it's a nice tune it's, it only had, it's basically you stay at one wall to the very last eight count and you have a jazz box to the right, quarter turn to the right. So it's, it makes it a very easy dance. Hmm. Right. Got a on. good beat to it. All right. I'll have to look that one up. Okay. Great. Well, thank you very much for sitting down and chatting with the, the listeners at uh, Line Dance Podcast today. Thank you. Yeah. Until next time, we'll see you on the dance floor. Okay. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs>